0: In this episode, I'm going to address what's going on with COVID 19 and the new restrictions that are happening in Miami. I'm going to talk about a viral video that went out from Dave from Barstool Sports, the president. And I'm going to finally wrap it up with my predictions on what's going to happen in 2021. Let's jump into it. Hey guys, what's going on? Aaron here and welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, I did a bunch of research. I just didn't want to come on here and talk about random things. I wanted to talk about what's going on with COVID-19, the restrictions in Miami, and what's happening in the city. So first of all, the city of Miami has been wide open and it's been wide open for a while. And you know, that has caused a lot of controversy, both on uh, the conservative side and the and the more uh, democratic liberal side, because people are arguing over what is the right thing to do and what is not the right thing to do. And what I have found from my understanding of watching the landscape is that when you give people the option to do anything, they're always going to take that option, right? Like nobody likes restrictions. So an example would be you have divorced parents, right? And it is clear that our leadership in this current state of political affairs is not in sync. And so you have some governors and state representatives and mayors doing one thing. You have other governors, state representatives and mayors and city council people doing another thing. And it's causing a lot of people confusion. It's no different than when you have divorced parents. So I know this for a fact because I come from a divorce household and I had a very strict father and a very lenient mother. And when it came to decision-makings on what I should do, which way do you think I turned? I went to my liberal mother, the one who just said, I trust your opinion, make your own choices, do what you want. And I think that that's what's happening right now. When it comes to the restrictions that happen with COVID-19, you have... The president, Donald Trump, you have the governor, Ron DeSantos, is basically saying, you know, the conservative voice is saying, fend for yourself, do whatever you want. Uh, we're not going to tell you what to do. Uh, we just want you to keep going out, keep the economy going, keep spending money. Then you have the more Democratic people, uh, the Democrats who are saying, you know, this is killing millions of people. We should care about everybody, not just ourselves individually. And... People are going back and forth, but when it comes to young people, millennials, especially people in Miami, and especially people in the nightlife scene, which parent do you think they're going to choose? You think they're going to choose the parent that says, do whatever you want, or do you think they're going to choose the parent that says, sacrifice, uh, do your homework, stay inside, and don't go out uh, until the job is done? You're going to have the parent that says, do whatever you want, win every single time. And that's what's happening right now when it comes to public opinion on COVID-19. I'm going to show you real quick the numbers. So a lot of people don't even know the numbers. So well, I guarantee if I did an errand on the street and I went on and asked people and I was like, what are the numbers for COVID-19? Most people would say they have no idea. So let me show you. This is um, Rebecca's. Uh, she, she, Rebecca Jones is that scientist who was kicked out of uh, uh, Ron uh, you know, scientific unit for wanting to report uh, factual and truthful data when they wanted to downplay it. Uh, and I get why they wanted to downplay it because they want the economy to thrive and they don't want people to be scared. This was in the beginning. She came out with her own dashboard, which I think is super good, super informative. And I kind of just want to show you guys some of the numbers. So I'm going to pop those up on the screen. So if you're listening to this on iTunes or Google Play or just audio, I'm going to read you the numbers. And if you're watching it on YouTube, you can see the numbers for yourselves. So right now with the COVID positive cases, we're at 1,221,000. 272 hundred that's we are over 1.2 million people right now and we haven't even gone to Christmas and New Year's yet so this is going to be a banger there's a lot more infections yet to come Uh, the new cases as of today December 14th we're at almost 9,000 so 8,958 we're going to break 9,000 by the end of the day so that's 9,000 new people that are testing positive um And then we only had 38,500 tested today. So think about that. Only 38,000 people were tested today and 10,000 of them, nearly 10,000 of them are positive. So that's why, you know, a lot of people are concerned. And you could also see since March 1st, since the data was recorded, 20,000 people have died. So, you know, you may say that, Okay, there are millions of people in Florida. Um, that's a very small percentage. So when they say 1%, and we'll get into this later in the episode, when they say only, it only affects 1%, 1%, 1%, 1% of a large statistical database is a very large number. So you have 20,000 people uh, that have died since March. And as of today, 84 people have died of coronavirus. And that's of today. Um, and you can see the other numbers on here, uh, you know, New cases this week, 68,000 new cases. And then it goes into pediatric cases throughout the whole thing. And you have 100,000 kids that have contracted COVID 19. So if you're a parent, you know, you're not happy to hear these numbers. Or maybe you don't care. It depends again. If you're a parent that says you could do whatever you want, then you say, I don't care, I'll take the risk, let my kid, you know, if it dies, it dies. And if you're more on the cautious side, then you're saying, oh my God, these numbers are terrifying. I'm not letting my kids, you know, contract COVID and possibly because sick and die. And the dashboard then shows that new deaths this week are 806 people have died of the coronavirus as of this week. And so when you have a lot of these numbers, you know, if you are in a position of leadership, let's say you are the day the, the county mayor or the city mayor and you're looking at these numbers those deaths fall on you because you are the leader of the ship they don't fall on you know the people who are saying i want my own choice i want to do whatever i want it, it it falls on the on you cuz you are the the, the the head coach of the team and so it's it's no surprise that these politicians are, are struggling with decision making because they could either shut things down and and risk losing a lot of support from the conservative side and also hurting a lot of business and knowing they're not going to get funding from the federal government because it's controlled by Mitch McConnell and leadership. We'll get into that later. Um, And so they're in a difficult position because the rest of Florida outside of Miami-Dade, Broward and West Palm beach is country, you know, unless you're in Tampa you know, the majority of Florida is is country. And I think people forget that all the time. We always think of Miami as a metropolitan city. But Miami-Dade is a freckle compared to the rest of the state of Florida. So when, when I drove up to Orlando and you pass all these cities, Titusville, Poor St. Lucie, coronavirus affects them far different than it affects Miami-Dade. So, again, you fall into this position of why are we sacrificing for a place that we don't visit to a place that we don't go? We don't give a damn about the people in Miami. We want to live our lives out here in poor St. Lucie. So it's a valid argument. It's a hundred percent valid argument. Um, but you know, the concern is again, for people is understanding, you know, what legislation is happening in Miami. So I just want to dive into that. So as you can see in an article posted, um, by, uh, NBC six, uh, you have, the, the, the mayor of Miami-Dade County, uh, 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 Daniela Levine-Cava, test positive for COVID-19 back on December 1st. And it's because her husband, who was a doctor, uh, ended up bringing it home because he was interacting with a patient. And as you see, the mayor got coronavirus. And, you know, a lot of people in the nightlife are angry that the city of Miami is going back down to a midnight curfew and they're angry because their jobs and likelihood is being taken away. And the young people are not very concerned about what's going on in, um, in the area because, you know, when they see this curfew coming up from the city of Miami and enforcing the curfew, they scream, communists. This is, you know, authoritarian dictatorships. But again, it goes back to what I was saying before when it comes to understanding what's happening with uh, the hospitals and we're going to jump into that into the next segment, is that these guys, yes, it is affecting your job, but you don't understand. It is a choice for you to go to a nightclub. It's not a choice for a doctor to treat the people who get sick at the nightclub. And that's the point, right? The point is thinking about the doctors, thinking about the nurses, the healthcare workers, and and that's what the point is missing. And I want to jump right into the next point, which is talking about uh, Dave from Barstool Sports. So you pull it up right here. Uh, Dave is... The president of Barstool Sports, he posted a video on Instagram, which I'm showing right now uh, on YouTube, if you watch this on YouTube. And in the video that's gone viral, a bunch of the conservative people, Trump supporters, are reposting, retweeting, talking about this video. Because the video addresses what we talked about before. He's the liberal parent. He's the parent that says... I don't give a. I don't care if you do your homework. I don't. It's your choice. You're the one in charge of your own destiny. Uh, let me do whatever I want as a parent. I don't want to. I don't want to enforce anything on anybody, unless, of course, it benefits him, which it doesn't. Um, and so you have an issue with someone like this, who's looked at as a thought leader, you know, for a lot of the conservative party, putting out information that is confusing the public at large. Because the public is looking for that excuse. They're they are looking for someone to tell them, you know, uh, they're looking for their their uh hanger to hang on to, which is him saying that this is ridiculous, you know, how are these businesses meant to survive? And I'm gonna play a little bit of the video and we'll pause it at certain parts so we could talk about what's actually being said in the video. But he posted this on his social media and it's been picked up by several news sites. And we'll talk about that in a second. So here's the video.
1: Okay, I gotta do this rant. I've done it a bunch. I can't believe it. I have to do it again. But New York City just closed indoor dining. My hair is fucking big. New York City just closed indoor dining. What do they think is going to happen? What, what do they think is going to happen to the thousands of restaurants? The bar- They're done. The bar and restaurant industry and small business have been squeezed and squeezed and squeezed, and they've tried everything. They've been as creative as possible. You got the outdoor dining, these structures they've had to build on their own dining. You have the glass in between the masks. You've had the six feet of separation, fewer tables. They've been as creative as you can be to save their livelihoods, to save what they've spent. Decades of blood, sweat, and tears building. They've done whatever. They've scratched and clawed. And now a few politicians in New York says, like, Ant, you're done.
0: So, yes, at this point, he is correct. They have been creative. They have been squeezed. They are losing their livelihoods that that they work their blood, sweat, and tears for. That is all true. 100% 100% sure. You cannot deny that fact. But at the same time, you can't deny the fact that there's a pandemic that was created that wasn't handled in the best way. And you have countries like uh, Germany having 500 deaths in the country a day. And we're having 800 a week in Florida alone. Big difference here. But again, Statistics and science is not inside the schematic framework of this video. So let's let's continue watching and see what he says now about the politicians.
1: We're shutting it down. No indoor. How do you expect these people to survive? What are people going to go out to dinner now in ice cold temperatures? It's insanity. And this isn't about Corona or how dangerous and the hospital isn't rising. It's not. Listen, the vaccine is right around the corner.
0: Wait, it's not about Corona? So Corona's causing it, but it's not about Corona? Again, his logic is not making sense here. Let's continue.
1: If you're health impaired, you're afraid of it, you're old, don't go out. Stay inside for three months. The vaccine is coming. But let...
0: So one segment of the population should be affected. If you're sick, you you have diabetes, your fault, you have uh, asthma... Oh well, your fault. Suck it up. That sucks for you. Uh, you're old and you want to enjoy your retirement and you want to enjoy your life. Oh well, sucks for you. Nobody gives a shit about you, okay? You're the 1% that no one gets. We care about the restaurants and the bars being open, but if you're sick or if you have a pre-existing condition, well, fuck you. Eh, no one cares about you. Stay your ass inside. Let's continue.
1: People decide. I can't believe in this country... What I consider the most basic right of them all, the right to earn a living, the right to earn a livelihood, is now being stolen. It is being stolen by a few politicians who believe they are smarter than me and you. They believe they have the right to tell me and you how to live our lives. Something you could never imagine. Basic freedoms they are stealing. And I'm not over saying it.
0: They're telling you what to do? These politicians are like, like uh, how code enforcement enforces a bar to have certain kinds of grease traps or hoods uh, for their ovens or police uh, telling you that you can only drive 45 miles an hour on a street. Aren't these things kind of you know, authoritarian dictatorship laws that we follow already? I'm losing him here. This, this is where I'm losing him because he's not talking about statistics. He's not talking about – and he's not addressing the fact that these politicians – Have to answer to the public. He doesn't have to answer to the public. He's a shock jock. He says crazy things to get views. He doesn't have to actually deal in the world of facts and reality where a politician is in charge of the public. A governor, a mayor is in charge of the public. So if 800 people die, that's on the mayor. That's on the governor. No one else. Let's continue. They are stealing
1: it. And they're saying they're protecting us. Let us protect ourselves. You're not protecting a family that you just destroyed. These people aren't getting their livelihoods back. As I've said a million times, if I start Barstool and I worked my dick to the bone for a decade and I got right to the point of making it and you pulled the plug without me having the chance, I would rather die. And I don't even think people are dying when they're wearing masks. People are aware of corona. They're being careful. And the rules, like, I'm in Miami right now. They just said, oh, you got to shut it down at midnight now. That's a huge blow for the nightlife industry It's was late. I can drive 25 minutes and go out in the county next door. I can go to Tampa. That's the thing. It's not even uniform. You can go to a different country. You can do whatever.
0: Again, he is right. We have divorced parents. One parent saying one thing, another parent saying another. And that's why we're in the predicament we're in. Again, we don't have, you know, solidarity or uniformity. You know, it's, it's a reason why these people want to pull out their hair and go crazy is because you have two parents that can't agree. I come from a household where there's not two parents that can agree. I know this. So you got this guy screaming all this crazy stuff. And talking talk about being a creative. Isn't what entrepreneurism is supposed to be? If you have barstool sports taken away from you, then create something else. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. That's America. Tough loss. Take it in the chin. That's America, right? So there's two different counter arguments here that I'm hearing. One is old people, sick people, people with pre existing conditions, screw you. You can suffer. No one gives a shit about you because we want to open the bars and restaurants. Protect, if we protect the people with pre existing conditions, then oh, help the bar industry. Oh, help the nightlife industry. Again, I'm not saying one is right and one is wrong, but it's confusing the argument. Don't, don't help certain people, help certain people, help certain people, don't help certain people. He's all over the place here, you know? And, and, but he's, there's points that he's not wrong. They are suffering, you know? And we're going to continue because he's right. There's parents. You can go to two different counties, and the nightlife industry is suffering.
1: Some politicians are like, oh, I'm smarter than that guy, or I'm going to tell this person how to live. There's no uniformity. And by the way, all you brilliant politicians say no indoor dining, no going out curfews. If somebody wants to go out, where do you think they're going? House parties. It doesn't even make sense. You're not even protecting the people. The people who be going to these restaurants are still going out. I promise you, all you're doing is ruining thousands and thousands and thousands of lives. The, this country is never going to be the same. This is it.
0: This already... I disagree. The country's going to go back. We'll talk about my prediction at the end. And he's right. These people who are not going to bars and stuff, they are going to go to house parties. He's 100% correct. There's no good answer here. They are going to go to house parties. They are going to go out. You can't stop them because you have two parents who can't agree. You have a divorced household in America. Leadership is all over the place. No one's agreeing with anything. There's It's the wild, wild west. And he's right. People are going to go to house parties. So yes, what do you do? Do you let the bar industry suffer and die? Or do you let everyone go out and say sick old and people who are gonna die of coronavirus? Well, screw you. No one cares. Die. die. Die, die, die. You're weak, die. It is. It is, it is. It's, it's it's a it's a it's a shitty situation. Through New York.
1: See, look at the buildings, look at the restaurants, boards after boards after boards, out of business, rent signs. This is because of the way the government has handled it. Be as creative as the restaurant industry and bar industry. They're doing anything you can. There's no creativity from the government. I don't know what the answer is. Oh, actually, I do. Let people fucking decide for themselves.
0: This is the point I don't agree with. Let people decide for themselves. Here we go.
1: If you want to stay home, you're afraid of corona, stay home. I want to go out. It's not your place to tell me how to live my life at this point. In this country... Politicians are taking away the right to earn a living. It-
0: so that part right there, it is my choice, my right to go out. Yes. But you're not considering the healthcare workers who don't have a choice to treat sick people. Think about that. Think about that right there. Okay. Think about that. You want to have the right to go out. Granted, you want to have the right to take the risk of getting COVID-19 and becoming sick. Granted, that's your choice. Who does not have a right? Who's missing from this argument? Who's missing from the conversation? Are the doctors, the nurses, the EMTs, the janitors that work inside the hospital? These people don't have a choice but to treat you. So if you choose to go out and take the risk and you choose to continue spreading the virus and you continue to spread the virus as we saw earlier in this video and this podcast that it's spreading fast, 20% infection rate coming back from being tested recently and the dashboard all provided in the links in the description. You choose to go out. You choose to get sick. The doctor does not have a choice to treat you. It's as simple as that. You're making a choice, but somebody else has to deal with your consequence, and that is not being addressed in this argument. That's what this video is missing. Yes, you choose to get sick, but someone doesn't have a choice to not treat you.
1: It's that simple, and it's insanity. I don't know what the answer is, but it is insanity. Okay, i got to do this rant.
0: And so... I think this would be a great proposal. If you choose to go out to bars or restaurants or all these things, and you choose to take on the virus because you think the vaccine's around the corner. Granted, I agree. That's your choice. If you choose to make that decision, that's fine. You should also choose to sign a liability contract that says, if you get COVID-19, if you get sick, you will not be taken to a doctor's office. You will not be treated at the hospital, and you must... Stay home and deal with the consequences of your choice on your own. That we take these people who choose to go out to bars and restaurants, which is their American right to choose. We also tell them you can choose to sign this liability contract that says if you get sick, if you need treatment, you will not get it. You will not be taken to a doctor's office. You will not be given medication. You will not be, inf- you will not make the hospital system have to deal with your choice. Then I think that'd be fine, right? It's your choice. Let people put money where their mouth is. You're choosing to take a risk. Like when you go skydiving, you sign a liability that says, if you die in the process of skydiving, not on the skydiving company's dime. It's not our fault. You know the liability. You knew that. You knew what would happen when you jumped out of this plane. You died, can't sue us, can't come after us, can't take our livelihood away. Same thing can happen with coronavirus, solve a lot of problems. You sign a contract that you get a text message saying, if you agree to this, if you get sick, if you need to go to the doctor's office, you will be denied. You will be stopped at the door and you'll be told to go home and deal with it on your own. And if you die... You knew the consequences. That'd be fair. That would, that's left out of this argument. And so I find this video being spread on most, uh, people's pages, you know, because again, it goes back to the theory of the liberal parent and the parent who's like, you know, go out and do whatever you want. You could, you could do whatever. I don't care. And yeah, if you're someone who wants to do that, you're going to choose that. you're not going to listen to somebody who says, restrict yourself, you know, be creative. He also talks about leadership that there's no leadership coming from um, the governor and no leadership coming from the politicians. Donald Trump is the top, the very top of the leadership. What he says sets the tone and the agenda. So nowhere in here does he say Donald Trump, President Trump, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell it is your responsibility. It is your duty to be creative. Why are you putting it on the governor of New York, who's dealing with federal regulations? This video should say, President Trump, State Rep, a uh, uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. It is your responsibility to be creative and save the restaurant industry, so they don't have to go to work and risk being sick. They don't have to go out. They can protect themselves. They can stay home. Everyone can quarantine, stay back. The virus will lower. And just like Taiwan, just like Germany, just like other parts of the world who have controlled us better, we'll go back to work faster. Our economy will come back faster. So nowhere in this video does he criticize the president for who's the top leadership, who needs to be creative here and save the restaurant industry, or Senate Majority Mitch McConnell, or encourage people to become politically active just pointing fingers and saying things that the mass people are going to go, I like that. And we see this here. He meets with President Trump in a news article written uh, in uh, the New York Times uh, by Sean McCreish uh, talking about him meeting with Donald Trump back in July 31st, 2020. Um, and it got him a lot of in trouble with his own uh, staff. Um, you see that uh, their host, Big Cat, uh, gets upset with him for going out and supporting a political candidate. As you see on my YouTube page, you can see these all these articles and all the links are below in the description. Um, and the article was written by this guy, Chris, um, who's a staff writer for The Blaze, which was started by Glenn Beck, uh, an American conservative political commentator, radio host, television producer, um, who started uh, Blaze TV. And so you see these conservative networks are kicking ass, bro, conservative, um, viewpoints and conservative ideology are soaring with millennials and the young population right now. Um, because they're saying be selfish, you know, don't, don't take, do everything on your own. Um, don't help anybody be very self-absorbed and take care of yourself. But nowhere in there and they criticize and point fingers, but we'll watch what happens uh into the future. Um with that. All right, so let's uh let's close off this episode and uh let's go into predictions. Okay. So here are some of my predictions coming into the end of 2020, into early 2021. So right now we see majority of people are on the side of um, the president of our stool sports. They are with the liberal parent. They don't want to hear the parent who says restrict and and stay home, do your homework, eat your vegetables. They are with the parent who says, do whatever you want, eat a cheeseburger, go out, party all day. Don't do your homework, whatever. Stay la vie. It is what it is. Um, And I get that. You always want to choose the person who says do whatever you want. And so right now, I think in my predictions leading into 2021, my predictions are this majority of the large states, Texas, California, Florida, and New York, the majority of the young people want no more restrictions. Of course, why would young people want restrictions? They want everything opened, they want to have no mask policies, they want no physical distancing. So here is my prediction. Leading into 2021, even as hospital cases go up, even as deaths continue to be high, I think we'll reach the 300,000 dead by this virus. I think a majority of people will just tune it out. They've already tuned it out. They don't care. And I think that by May 2021, there's a men in black neuralizer effect and everyone in america just forgets all of that physical distancing face masks you know healthcare policies gone out the window people are right back into normal day everyday life right back into events right back into uh concerts and crowds because i think they're going to pass something in the in the bill that says corporations or businesses are not liable for you. If you get sick, remember we talked about before with, if you jump out of an airplane and you die, then it's on you. That's the only thing they're waiting for. That's why they didn't pass this, uh, this package is because they want to put in there a provision that says, if a company that you work for puts you into a position where you get sick and get die of coronavirus, it is not their responsibility. You are signing your death waiver. You're saying, if I get sick, the hospital denies you. Eh, Go home. It's your choice. They want that clearance for all of these corporations and businesses so they can get back to life. If they get that, you better believe they're putting your ass back to work. They ain't letting you sit at home. They ain't worrying about you. They don't care about you like that. Now, the millionaires and billionaires, they have at-home testing for coronavirus. They're going to be the first ones to get the vaccines. Um, So they don't care. They just let the poor. This is a poor people's pandemic. The poor people will suffer in this pandemic. The rich people will be fine. Um, and so that's my prediction. May twenty twenty one. Everything goes back to normal. Poor people will be the ones who have to deal with the coronavirus tail end of it. The rich and the powerful, they'll be fine. They'll have the vaccine. They'll be you know quarantined. They'll be safe. They'll be away from the general public. It'll be the essential workers. The uh, the bartenders, the servers, um, the the. Uh, uh, Grocery store workers, um, the stock boys, the delivery drivers, these people will be subjected to uh, poor working conditions because they have been over the last few years as a lack of unionization happens and no one works together. And people buy into what this guy from Barstool Sports is saying, which is take care of yourself, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, and screw those people. If you're sick, stay home. If you're old, stay home. Who cares about your life? You suffer while the rest of us go party. That's, That's the American... American ideology right now that I, that I see and feel. And so I'm going to try to do everything I can to try to adapt with this business. And I really want to continue to do some good stuff, some charity work moving into the future. I think charity work is going to be so important. Um, Raising awareness for charity, toy drives, uh, raising money for um, schools, after school care programs, like the motivational edge. I think that charity work is going to be really big into the future. And I'm going to be putting a lot of my time and energy into that and really trying to make sure that I'm giving back to the community that needs it. Hopefully, I'm in a position to help. And um, yeah, that's, that's my spiel for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, episode nine. Um, we'll have another episode next week on Monday. I'm going to be consistent with posting them on Mondays. And until next time, I will see you guys later and and, and enjoy yourselves. And thanks for watching. Leave a comment below. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Make sure you subscribe, follow the podcast and share it with your friends. Um, If you think somebody else would love to hear these points of views until next time, my name is Aaron, the speaker, and I will see you guys later. I'm out.